3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dialogue with Divinity. I am your host, Johanna Carroll, and you're listening to the Exone Broadcast Network. For over 30 years, I've been a spiritual counselor, an author of four books, and a radio host for a long time. And we do handpick our guests so that we're bringing people to you that can really help you improve your life and think about it in a brand new way. And our guest today is uh, a guest we've had before, and I'm happy to welcome her back with her brand new book. Diane Brandon is author of multiple books, and her newest book is called Born Aware. And I'm very, very curious to have this dialogue with her today because in Born Aware, she releases findings which reveal that infants have pre-birth, at-birth, and soon-after-birth memories. There are two types of people who are born aware. Those who remember their thoughts, perceptions, and environment, but were not necessarily spiritually aware. And those who remember their thoughts, perceptions, and environment, but were also spiritually aware. So let me tell you a little bit about Diane Brandon. She's been working professionally as an integrative intuitive counselor since 1992. She's also author of Dream Interpretation for Beginners, Intuition for Beginners, and Invisible Blueprints. She's a contributing author to The Long Way Around and Speaking Out. She holds an AB from Duke University and has completed master's courses at the University of North Carolina. So because we really want to get into this subject, and for those of you that are curious about these kinds of memories, without further ado, let's bring on our guest for today, which is Diane Brandon. Welcome to our show. Thank you, Johanna. It's a pleasure to be with you today. So you really reveal in the book that you also had some soon-after-birth memories. Is this really what inspired you to write the book? I mean, part of it's your own story as well, is that correct? Partially, but but the real trigger for the book,
0: Johanna, happened in 2014 when, within the space of a few months, two different people, independently of each other and, and spontaneously, shared their own memories with me. And when the first person did, I thought, oh, that makes two of us. And then when the next person did, mm-hmm. I went, hmm, I'm being given a message here.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I always say the universe speaks through the voice of others. So for those of you that are listening, when things are repeating, you might want to pay attention like Diane <laughs> did. So I know that in the book um, you talk about – um it's widely accepted that infants prior to the age of two are only conscious of their physical bodies. Although self awareness is the critical trait of being human, researchers have agreed that infants possess emotional and mental amnesia. I've never I never knew that. So what's you know, the it, thesis around that? I I think it really has to do more
0: with development of the brain. This is what scientists are primarily looking at i don't know if they've done research in in other ways as well but they really think that parts of the brain have have not really developed that allow infants to be aware and of course they don't take the spiritual component into consideration so this information is 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 definitely not what scientists think
3: well, they always want that empirical proof, and it's really hard sometimes to prove that when spiritual mm-hmm. experiences are occurring. So you talk about in your book, again, everyone that's listening, it's called Born Aware. You may really want to go check this out. You talk about this born aware phenomenon. Why is it a phenomenon now? You know, my
0: sense really, Johanna, is that it's this is the time for this information to get out there. Not just that some people are born aware that they have awareness, literally have awareness, spiritual awareness at birth, but also because of what this phenomenon can teach us. Some of that has to do with how babies are treated, and some of it has to do with, with spiritual awareness, such as, you know, one thing I go into in the book is, is the higher soul awareness, the awareness that we have mm-hmm. on the other side before we come here and those of us who who were born aware are in that awareness the higher soul awareness at birth so i feel like even exploring that type of awareness has
3: benefit for people so do you think that a child at some point in their development in the in the age that we're in now the aquarian age which is really the age of awareness and enlightenment are they more connected than, say, you and I were, you know, all those years ago, which the number we won't mention? Because I mean, I feel I like I was born aware. I, I was born aware, but I didn't recognize it until I was around 10. And then, of course, it scared the poop out of me. And so, you know, I kind of <laughs> shut down until I was uh, in my 20s. So, do you think the kids today, really quickly, because we've got to take a short break here, do you think the kids today are more aware? than we were based on the energy of the time or that doesn't make a difference i think i think
0: to a certain extent it doesn't make a difference except that cultural acceptance uh greater acceptance of spiritual matters can be more encouraging of this
3: that's interesting okay we're going to hold that thought everyone this is johanna carroll you're listening to dialogue with divinity we will be right back with the author of born aware
6: With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night.
3: Welcome back, everyone. We're going to jump into our next segment with our wonderful guest today, Diane Brandon, who's Books And we're talking about her most recent book, which is called Born Aware. So before we went to break, the question that I had for you was, do you think that the children that are being born today are more consciously aware of this awareness than, you know, 40, 50, 60, whatever years ago? And I heard your response, which obviously it depends on a lot of factors. And one of them is still true today. It's the socialization factor. Does this have anything different to do, you know, like when children are babies and are small and they have their pretend friend, which could possibly be a guide or teacher? I mean, is this a different sense of awareness? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I've been asked that question by by
0: other people. And, you know, how I would differentiate this, because in the book, I, 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 when I try to define the born aware phenomenon. I I do mention that there are people who are what I call innately spiritually oriented. Mm -hmm. They don't have the memories, the awareness at birth that those of us born aware do, but they are innately spiritually oriented in the sense that they almost have a sense of not belonging here to this planet Uh they may when they're exposed to spiritual material just lap it up and and feel like ah this is me so i feel that we have many many innately spiritually oriented people on this planet born awares tend to be a a different category i mean i don't want to use the term categories but but for lack of a better term and children who have imaginary friends, and and I really do feel they're actually just seeing either guides or or passed-on family members, Mm -hmm. are naturally intuitive. That doesn't mean that they are necessarily spiritually aware, because I feel that we can be psychic, we can be intuitive, without also being greatly spiritually aware. In other words, remembering the other side, innately being aware of other aspects
3: of the other side so this it gets it gets complicated I will, I will admit that well no I mean it's interesting I don't think it's complicated I think you know for a lot of people that are listening that it felt like I'm so different you know I don't belong here you know and I've heard that for 32 years of counseling people and it's not that you know ne- aren't necessarily don't belong here, you just haven't found your tribe, you know, Uh, you you haven't found Uh, your spiritual family or community, you know, I know for a lot of people, and myself included, unfortunately, uh, I was kind of rejected by my birth family when I started on this path of, you know, really waking up spiritually, but Uh the good news is, my spiritual brothers and sisters, I have a much more profound relationship with, you know, my extended family than my birth family. And, you know, my yes. kids always say, Mom, how are you born into that family? <laughs> <laughs> it's not to make them wrong. It's just they were very closed down. So um, I have to tell you for myself, when I had these feelings like eh, I don't really belong in this family, what's really going on? As I got older, I did go through um, past life regression. And I know that you talk about this and I have to tell you for myself, it was very beneficial what it, what it did. It wasn't necessarily about reliving my past, but it, it gave me good answers to why I would react or behave a certain way today. So Mm -hmm. how is being born aware different than people who recover memories through a regression or some kind of hypnosis? i think
0: one one primary difference to be honest johanna is that those of us who were born aware tend to have some memories of the other side even if they're not completely clear even if they're somewhat hazy so that's like an imprint for us whereas those who may remember past lives may not have that that imprint and of course past lives can be anywhere they can be on this planet earth yep yeah they can be in other places in the solar system other galaxies throughout the universe so they tend to be if we're talking about past lives the ones that people typically tend to remember they they tend to be on a fairly concrete or three dimensional sort of existence. Um, I think, again, what makes those of us born aware different is is we remember the other side, what some people might call the afterlife. For example, you know, I've always had a memory of, of being with God. Um, and, and different people in the book, and I, I, I have accounts of about 16 different people, including, including myself, remembered different aspects, you know, of, of not being here. Are they similar?
3: What you, what you guys are is, was it similar experience or different for each person? Different types of experiences. And that's what I found
0: fascinating as I interviewed each person is I felt that I was getting from, from different people different pieces of the puzzle so it's fascinating it's fascinating to me and Uh, there are similarities you know so what are? can you
3: give me some exam yeah can you give me some examples of what you sort of a benchmark maybe that you all had in common well the the primary benchmark is is not
0: belonging here that we remember coming from somewhere else so that imprint is from the very beginning, we don't belong here, we're wandering through here. It's almost, I, I, I use the term, almost like being in exile.
3: Is so it like a loss, a feeling of being a lost soul
0: on some level? Not really a lost soul. It's, it's just like if you went, if you traveled to a far off country, another continent with a completely different culture, you would be very aware of not coming from there and, and mm-hmm. being a stranger. Mm-hmm. So and, and we never lose that. But, but one thing in addition to that that we all tend to have in common, those of us with these memories, is what I call the higher soul awareness, which is a completely, it's, mm-hmm. it's very different from our human persona and how the human side of us perceives. So that's another um, very telling point in common for those of us born aware. And again, I'm in the preliminary stages of, of really looking at this phenomenon. I've already got a list of some other people with these memories, and I know I'll be doing a follow-up book. But but those are two characteristics that I think are are very telling. So those of us, even when we talk about the, the higher soul awareness tend to be hybrids. You know, Mm -hmm. we, we find being here very, very strange and we know we don't belong here. And even with the higher soul awareness, we just, we just slip into that from time to time as opposed to the human side. And, and one question that I asked people trying to get at that was have you frequently, in your life, felt that on one level you felt one thing, and on a different level you felt something else? Interesting. And that's how I expressed it for years until I figured out, okay, this is this is what this is. So um,
3: we're we're split. <laughs> but I you know this is the age of love, wholeness, harmony, compassion, understanding. I mean, it's an ascended age, the age of ascension. Mm-hmm. So isn't it time that these two aspects need to merge and become one? Oh, I would say yes and no,
0: Johanna, because I, I feel that that human side of us actually exists for a reason. My, my sense is that we're here on this planet to learn, grow and unfold, mm-hmm. as well as the roles we play with other people not Mm -hmm. only for their unfolding, but what I call the greater drama. There is always a greater drama going on on this planet, which I feel is to push humanity forward. And so if we didn't have our human side, if we didn't have duality, would souls be learning and growing
3: and unfolding when they come here? I agree with you. The only thing I'm not sure of is using the word split because for someone that's listening, my concern would be that they think, you know, I'm different. I'm not like everybody else, which, you know, on some level, you know, we are all very unique and all of that. But I like to see the integration of the self and the soul and this born aware memories really serving your physical, you know, third dimensional experience. I mean, in traditional psychology, so in the cognitive process, we've got the child tapes, we've got the parent tapes, we've got the adult tapes. Yet, I know in your book, you say that psychologists say there's no awareness at birth because the brain has not developed sufficiently. But we're more than just the brain. So Absolutely. what would you say to that? I mean, I, I understand the whole cognitive thing that's been around for a long time, as you well mm-hmm. know. Um But I'm not sure it really applies in in the whole concept of being born aware. Because, to me, the brain, I don't think we've even tapped into even half of what our our higher self-mind can really um, connect with.
0: I agree. I agree, Johanna. And even for people who are spiritual, who are spiritually oriented we still have to deal with that human side of us and and what I feel. And and I know you know this. I noticed back in the 90s, I thought, oh, I know so many people who are spiritual who are, quote-unquote, working on their issues. That Mm -hmm. seems like it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And over the years, what, what I feel is that when we are working on clearing the 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 human issues those personal issues the 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 mindsets the fears and all of that et cetera, that really not only lightens our energy but it gives us a freer
3: access to what i call the higher soul awareness i think it gives us a greater connection for more wisdom at a higher level you know to me it's all energy it's all vibration so It's not like the stagnant box of toys, you know, I mean, you can, Mm -hmm. there's all kinds of levels that, that we can go up and down. So in your process of being born aware, what do you actually remember?
0: Well, what I remember is really what I thought when I was born and this was at birth. I, I, I came in at birth. I didn't come in before birth. I came in at birth. And what I remember thinking is, okay, I really don't want to be here again. When I'm not here, I'm with God. And I've always felt that connection, that direct connection with God. And when I'm here, I feel a separation. I didn't like that. I knew that when I wasn't here, I had absolute knowledge. I had access to absolute knowledge, and I didn't have that while I was here. And that aggravated me. But I remember thinking, but I have to be here because there's something I'm supposed to do. So I don't have extremely clear memories of all the places on the other side, all the things that is, is much hazier for me, but that's what I remember at birth. And it's interesting. Even that, that topic of, of when the soul enters the body to stay,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm Mhm varies from one person to the next.
3: Yeah, I want to talk about that. We're going to take a quick break. And let's talk about that when we come back. This is Johanna Carroll. This is Dialogue with Divinity. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, here we are back again speaking with Diane Brandon, who is the author of Born Aware. And before we went to break, we were talking about the concept of when the soul enters the body. So Diane, what I've always been taught is that the soul is a compilation of everything I have been, what I am now and what I shall be. So it's past, present, future, you know, one experience, eternal, and that the soul gets downloaded the spirit and the soul are different and that the spirit is assigned for a specific lifetime and the soul is the memory of everything all wisdom and that when a baby is born that the soul gets ignited as far as memory downloaded into each particle of cellular soul dna either six hours before or six hours after the birth what would you say to that
0: well my my sense is a little different from that johanna okay that that we all we have a soul and and to me the soul is some it's not the over soul though that term comes closer because the soul is the repository mm-hmm. for all the memories all the different lifetimes and actually one one person in my book expressed it beautifully her awareness of of the difference between the two of those and my sense is from one lifetime to another the human persona the human personality will vary i personally feel that that our natal chart astrologically is an energetic imprint or blueprint,
3: blueprint yeah. for who
0: we are to be in that lifetime and my sense is and, and this is also based upon what what some born awares remember that the soul can dip into the womb the fetus and stay throughout the entire pregnancy or it can uh-huh. dip in and out or uh-huh. it may not come in until labor or it may not come in until after the birth.
3: Now how and, were they aware of that? The book title is born aware. how were they how do they actually they just remembered that? They just, they just remembered that. Uh-huh. Okay, just it was a memory. Okay. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So and how, not, it, not
0: a memory that came later in life. It's a memory from birth.
3: Okay. And how would you explain having so you just explained that particular awareness but for those people that are listening that are not sure if they're born aware or not born (laughs) aware just so that we can you know get them comfortable with this yeah do you explain Mm -hmm. having an awareness of birth what you know because i know a lot of children that are still little they'll report um oh you know i wrote in on this light being you know they they're really it's Mm -hmm. beautiful what they're reporting it's really beautiful yeah. So how would one of your people in your book explain having an awareness at birth? Oh,
0: do you, by explain, do you mean explain how it can happen or express it?
3: Express what their experience was. How would they define okay. it?
0: Well, one person in in my book, Heather, remembers being an angel and, and basically that she was doing what she was doing on the other side until she got the message to come in you know that the birth was going on and so she came into the body so that's how she felt it there's another person in my book alan who remembers the delivery and it was a a very difficult delivery and forceps Mm -hmm. were used and and he he remembers the pain And and he he remembered thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be injured for life. And even him thinking in those terms expresses or reflects a cause and effect thinking that psychologists, scientists would think that a baby would not have. And I'm trying
3: to remember. So let me stop you for a moment. That particular person, did they ever, you know, when they were younger or even now, do they experience, you know, physical problems? Because he said, oh, I'm going to be injured. I mean, so was he or how did he live that out? In other words, no, he wasn't. Okay, well, that's good. But but the
0: interesting thing about him is that he feels that he wasn't spiritually aware when he was born, that his spiritual awareness came later in his life. My sense, and and this is also based upon my experience and, and some of the interviews, is that. Those of us born aware tend to be in what I call, again, the higher soul awareness until we experience pain of some sort, whether that is physical pain or psychological pain that jolts us out of the higher soul awareness, and then we get into that that human side of us. And my sense is for Alan, you know, that happened during the delivery, and it crowded out the spiritual awareness.
3: Interesting. So when you say... You talk about uh, being spiritually oriented, and some people that are born aware are not. Can you define for our listeners what you consider spiritually aware or spiritual orientation to really feel or look like? Okay, for the born
0: awares, the, the spiritual awareness is 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 aware. It's aware. It's at birth or. Even up to, I have some people in there with initial memories up to like, I believe it's seven months of age, that you have thoughts or perceptions or even memories that are spiritual in some way. For example, that this three-dimensional reality is not the only reality. A memory of coming from the other side, of remembering the other side, of one person remembers a template, remembers thinking about the template for his life here. So some people think in terms of the plan for their physical lives here.
3: So that would be like the divine, divine plan. They would, they were, they remember
0: negotiating their divine plan. (laughs) That's amazing. Well, they remember that there was a template for their lives. So, and, and, and I have since writing the book been taken in meditation to a level where we are energetically encoded with the plan for our lives right. before we yeah. come in. That's true. And, and and some people may be aware at birth that they're here temporarily. So it's a different awareness from being innately spiritually oriented because what I have seen, and, and I have known many people over the years, clients, friends, et cetera, who are what I call innately spiritually oriented. The difference is that they don't have that clear memory of the other side. They know that they're here. They know that they feel strange here. You know the expression. I always think of people who feel weird and different. I felt weird and different growing up. Mm-hmm. But that does not have that clear innate memory of the other side so that we we know incontrovertibly that we're not from here because we have a memory of not being here.
3: Does that make I, sense? Yeah, it does. I, I, I You know, I'm just trying to not figure it out for myself, but I remember at a very young age being aware of more than this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was always very, very curious. Um, didn't have the mental processing, you know, capability at 10 years old to figure it out, so it got a little scary, but I, I understood energy at a very young age. Um, I also understood that I was seeking something. And as a child, I was a sleepwalker. Mm-hmm. And um, I was included in Belle Ruth Napersack's book uh, mm-hmm. called The, um, you know, Your Sixth Sense, long before yeah. the movie came out. And um, there were 48 of us that she interviewed. And just about every single one of us was a sleepwalker as a child. Interesting. And, you know, these and all of these people were medium psychics, channels, whatever, doing their spiritual work. So I thought, well, that's kind of interesting that we I'm not the only one. So you yourself, you, you talked about your born awareness that you you just remember being with God. Correct. Mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. How would you define that? That's so hard to define. Oh, wow. Well, I will I will say this
0: when I read. Eben Alexander's description of being with God in his book, Proof of Heaven, I flipped out because it came the closest of anything I've read to what I remember. And that is, if I were to try to even define what that felt like, it's the sense of a presence it's not a physical form. It is not what we have here, these physical bodies. It's a presence. It is
4: mm-hmm.
0: an energy that is so massive and so powerful and awe-inspiring, and yet it is not fear-inspiring. It is It is the ultimate in... Feeling secure mm-hmm. and comfortable and accepted and, and you know, safe or, and very safe and absolutely safe and this presence God is the ultimate
3: the ultimate
0: Oh, I can't put it
3: into words, and I.
0: You know, let me. That. I tell
3: you an interesting story. I had a client a long time ago, and her husband had died, and she was very, you know, she really missed him. They had a great marriage, but she was very curious, and you know, she wanted to know if he could tell her if he had seen God. Mm. And the response was very beautiful because what he said was. I feel God every moment that I'm filled with joy. So Mm. it wasn't like I see this Mm -hmm. thing. I feel it, you know, moving in and out of my body. You know, it's a presence. It's a field of energy. It's a very high vibration. So for those of you that are listening, when you are out in nature, when you are watching a sunset, when you are listening to a baby laugh, guess what? you have felt the presence of God in a very minute way. So you can imagine someone who's born aware and comes in, you must be really missing that. And so was uh, there ever a desire, like, I don't want to be here. I want to get me out of here.
0: Well, that was that was exactly what I thought when I was born. and And I did not want to be here, but I was very dutiful. I knew that I had to be here. And actually, there are some born awares in the book who wanted to leave so badly that they contemplated suicide because Mm -hmm. being here pales in comparison to the other side. And and actually, I remember (laughs) the first whatever period of my life, two or three years, I actually felt that I wasn't living my life, that I'd already lived it, and I was sitting in a room watching it being projected on a screen, And in writing the book, I thought, ah, that was my way of trying to pretend that I wasn't here because I was such a brat. (laughs) (laughs) I did not want to be here. Uh, And and of course, what happens is we we do get into this experience. We do have the human side develop. We do have the human emotions we have times when we're very very engaged in our human lives here and then other times when we are very disengaged
3: so i want to talk to you a little bit about uh something that i love higher soul awareness but we're going to take another break and when we come back we're going to chat about higher soul awareness so everybody don't go away we'll be right back Okay, everyone, we're going to jump into our last segment. And before we go any further, I want to remind you that you're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network. We have a wonderful variety of hosts and shows. So if you're interested in the spiritual, the unique, the paranormal, and things that are different, probably everyone on the show is born aware. You can find that at xzbn.net. So, Diane, before we go any further, how can people get your information What's next? Where they can find your book? Do you want to direct everybody to your website?
0: Yes, I think my
3: website is
0: probably a good place to start. And it's very simple. It's diannebrandon.com. And my book Born Aware actually comes out officially on July 8th. Wow. So it should be you know in on Amazon, in bookstores, Barnes & Noble, beginning July 8th. And I don't have any classes or workshops scheduled at this point in time but but my website is a good place to look for information like that
3: yeah your website is great it's full with a lot of information so that's Diane D-I-A-N-E B-R-A-N-D-O-N for those of you that are listening I really encourage you to, to check out all of her books and particularly Born Aware so before we went to break we were we sort of mentioned that we were going to talk about higher soul awareness how would you define that Well, first of all, I would
0: define it as the awareness that we have when we are not here on earth in a physical body. So it's an awareness on the soul level, though I do feel that our higher soul awareness that we have while we're here is not completely the awareness that we can have on the other side. So that's a starting off point with regard to qualities of it it is very pure it is very transcendent it is very centered in the present in the now and also it gives us the perspective of a higher spiritual level it's very clear it's very objective it is not connected to the human persona it it, it transcends that and it lacks all the mental chatter that we typically have as, as humans. So it's very, very present. It, it tends not to waver. It is, does not contain negative emotions. It transcends right. space and time. And those of us born aware tend to slip in and out of that awareness mm-hmm. just over and over again throughout our lives when... A huge event happens on the world stage, positive or negative, we tend to just automatically shift into our higher soul awareness to get a sense of what the purpose is for the event.
3: Would you consider um, the higher soul awareness as far as a body of intelligence that's in the quantum field or is it beyond that?
0: I believe it is in the quantum field. Again, it is still somewhat limited while we're here. Because we could say that theoretically, because information is energy and energy contains information, that we should have access to what I call absolute knowledge. We don't have that while we're here, you know, on this planet. But it is... I think some of these concepts are really hard to put into words, Johanna, because they can even contain paradoxes.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's hard
3: to describe. Do you think, though, I mean, I know for myself, when I'm in a drop-down, in a real deep theta state, and I'm in a deep, awake, aware meditation, I'm not sleeping, it's not a dream state, you know, it's a meditative process. And I just feel like I'm not in my body and I'm, you know, I'm just floating around all these light fields. And I mean, I really feel that I'm getting a glimpse of the divine, but not the whole experience. I don't think while we're in the physical body, we can handle that much energy, to be really honest with you. I don't think we can. Well, we can have a connection because
0: I have never lost my direct connection mm-hmm. with God. And and it's like this this backdrop in my mind, the awareness is always there. The connection is there. And I, the guidance just, just comes in. Right. But it is not the same as, as being on being there. Yeah. And and it's just indescribable. It is indescribable. It is, you know,
3: when when my mother died, I was really probably shocked that my father said this. He said, well, now mommy knows everything that we don't. Yeah, she knows. she knows everything that there good for is for him. And I said, "So are you saying that she's an a know-it-all or what are you saying?" <laughs> and he said, "No, she has all the answers to all the secrets." And I thought, "Well, that's good that he even knew that." Absolutely. So, what do you for someone who is born aware or they're not sure if they are or not? What what do you think are the advantages for an individual because, you know, to me, if you have that connection, you really have access um to a beautiful gift to give to yourself and the world at large. So what do you think what do you think is to be born aware? What are the advantages? Well, I feel that there're definite advantages just as there are some disadvantages
0: and I asked each person in the interviews, you know, oh. whether they thought it was a blessing or a curse, but first of all I would say it is that innate spiritual awareness. That is an underpinning in our lives that never goes away, and it feeds us spiritually. We have no doubt that the other side, the afterlife, exists. So that, I feel, is is hugely beneficial. We also tend to feel protected and guided. We have an awareness of spiritual agency in our lives, whether we want to say that's God or guides or angels.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: We know that we're here temporarily, and and that this too shall pass at Thank, some point. Yeah, which... <laughs> Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have an innate awareness, which is a memory, that everyone and everything is connected. Human, animal, plant, mineral. We know that. So we tend to look for that connection with other people, with, with animals, with nature. So that just enriches our lives I think it also gives us more inner resources and, and resilience um, and, and born-awares tend to know that we came in to do something, some of us feel that we're here on assignment yeah. we may not necessarily know what that is specifically when I was mm-hmm. born I thought it had to do with performing which I pursued okay. Interesting. so this came out of left field so there are many many benefits but there's a downside too. There's
3: a downside (laughs) to you want to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just, uh, we'll put that on. We're going to put that on hold for a second because as you were speaking, you know, I have so many people, myself included, that people who said, you know, you're just so sensitive And, and it sounds like a negative thing, but you know, my response to that is thank you. I'm really glad I am because it makes me very aware of what I need to do as far as, you know, my work here on the earth. And I'm glad that Mm -hmm. I care that much. So sensitive doesn't mean you're overly emotional or crying all the time. To me, being spiritually sensitive, maybe it's the same thing as being spiritually aware. You know, you have a different way of looking and feeling about, you know, the world itself. Yes, Yes, very, very, very different. All right, so let's, you know, we were not going to give it a lot of time, but, you know, what is the downside? I think people need to know, you know, uh, high energy, low energy. It all coexists. So, what's the downside? One of being downside born a woman? is 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 that it's difficult to be here.
0: Um, that's that's probably the biggest downside. Another di- downside is sometimes feeling very different, alone or isolated. Now, the interesting thing, when I was looking for people to interview, it turns out that five people I've known for years also have these memories. So I was fortunate. Some people in the book never knew anybody else. So, so feeling alone, not wanting to be here, those are definite downsides. We have some of the other downsides that, that spiritual uh, people have and sensitive people have. You know, we tend to feel things to, you know, a greater degree. Yep. And and it also can be potentially a disadvantage with regard to families growing up. I mine I didn't get too much negative feedback, but there are some people in the book who just whose families, you know, they felt awful because of the way their families reacted to them and how they were ridiculed and derided when, when they shared
3: memories. Well, I know that my sisters said to me, um, well, first of all, maybe it's just a little kid thing, but you know, but I wasn't really, I must've been adopted or something (laughs) because I was so different and I really was, you know, I really feel like I was the spiritual rebel in a family. So Diane, we're going to have, we're, we're running out of time here and I really (laughs) want to thank you. And for those of you that are listening, I just want you to check out Diane Brandon's website, go to Amazon. She's going to be launching this book very soon. Called Born Aware, so you know the book is intended to give you more awareness and to help you with your journey on the earth. So I really want to thank you, Diana. It's been a pleasure having you here again on Dialogue with Divinity. Thank you so much, Johanna. It's been a pleasure. And good luck with the book. So before we say goodbye to everyone, I just want to remind you once again that you are listening to the X Zone Broadcast Network. You can find all the information relative to all of our guests, all of our hosts all of our different shows at xzbn.net. For myself, I also want to tell you that uh, you can find all of my work all over the internet, Twitter, YouTube, all of our shows are on YouTube. But as far as uh, my personal work that I'm doing, it's johannacarol.com. That's J-O-H-A-N-N-A-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. And I want to tell you that all of the four books that I've written are all on amazon.com. I want to thank you for listening and send your, your heart a big, big, big hug and talk to you soon. Thanks for coming and listening.